and we're back again. Um, I'm still learning about my podcast. I'm reading what it says. Slot your finger up from the bottom to lock into record mode, which is not working. Oh, I'm just kidding. It did work. All righty, and we are here. What? You wasted time. Okay, it's fine. We're going to waste time. We're going to do a 30-minute podcast this time, so we're there. All right, so we're here, y'all, again. This is Stephanie coming to you, and we have Bobby and Evelyn in the room. Back again. Hey, guys. Back again. Um, And we're just going to come from an angle of discussing relationships with God, significant other, family, family, friends, what, what, what everybody bring, things, how it entails. You talk to us, we talk back. Um, give us your feedback on all the podcasts that we do live um, or that we present just so we can get a feel of what y'all thinking and what y'all like to hear more of. All right. Where are we going to start from? Godly relationships? Yes, let's just God first. God is first. Amen. Um, my take on God is that He's awesome. that's the... Central relationship in life. If I don't have anything else, I have to have him. Um, I wake up in the morning with prayer. I go to sleep at night with prayer. Um, that's just, if I'm going through anything all day long, if I just, my thoughts are negative, I'm saying, God, help me. I'm always praying. I'm always asking for better from God. Yes, all the time. And right now in life, I'm really going through. So every time I turn, I'm like, Lord, I'm like sitting here right now knowing things need to be done and met. I'm pushing that aside just for a moment to just breathe. Um, so, yes, that's that's me with my relationship with God. I cannot say that I open my Bible up every day. I can't even say I open it up when I go to church on Sunday. But I'm always a prayer from him, like all the time. I'm always talking to him. I hear his voice. I speak to him daily. So I feel like I'm very close with him. You guys take. Um. I'll say this. My relationship with God is not where I need it or I want it to be. Not at all. Like, when when you go to church and you hear that message that you feel like God is, like, God is definitely talking to you through that person. Mm-hmm. Like, when Uncle Norman was preaching and he said, um, he mentioned how um, we only call on God when we need him. And I was like, dang. We only call on God on Sundays or just that little time in the week where something negative happened. So I said, okay, instead of me just focusing on whenever something negative mentioning God, I'm just going to hit, okay, thank you, Jesus, for waking me up this morning. I thank you, God, for allowing me to walk to class. Or thank you, God, that I got an A on this paper. Just like every part of the day, I just try to thank God for something. Even if it's just, honestly, I I say my grace before I eat. Even if I don't close my eyes, I still see my grace. But <laughs> I, I just feel like that's our relationship. My my relationship is not where where it was when I was in fifth grade. Like I was on it back then, but okay. it's not there. So I'm working on it. We'll address why, our whys, and what's and the nots. You know, a little little things I'm about to say probably gonna repeat for Bobby because I feel like also. My relationship with God is not where it used to be. And I felt like when I was younger, I, I probably had a tight-knit relationship with God. Definitely. But <laughs> <Agreed>. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like 
in a lot of senses, my relationship with God needs to be closer than what it is right now because it's just like I fell off. And some nights I'll just sit in my room and I'll just be like asking, like, God, why is this? Like, how come I can't sit down and talk to you like I used to? Is because I'm angry with you? Have I done something? Am I being tested? Or, like, really, what is... And I know they said we're not supposed to question God, but I mean, like, what's a relationship without questions? You know what I mean? That's so I'm going to ask them regardless. You're like, what is... And I know they say, go look in your Bible. Everything you need is in the Bible. And I do. I go looking for the answers. And I put a little, you know... Call the notes on the parts. I highlight, underline. Yeah, you know you got to do stuff like time. that. But I feel like whatever it is I'm going through is just the season. So hopefully, whenever the time is right, once they say, "If you seek God, He is near. Knock, and the door shall be open." So I'm seeking God, and you know, maybe when I get serious about that or consistent, I mean, He's not that far from me. He's right here whenever I need Him. He's He's here. I praise God for little things. Like today, I walked up in food line. The, the uh, just real, I wanted Canada Dry was three for five, but you kept on walking. The short face was down there for ninety nine cents, <laughs> and I said that was nothing but God. So you know, I had to stop for a minute on it all and give thanks. Most definitely. And I think it is that you touched on something about being persistent and consistent, whichever one you want to pull from. <laughs> I do think that's something though. That's that's with any relationship in our life. How many times a day do we call our parents? How many times a day do we call our siblings? How many times a day do we reach out to somebody but do that daily? Um, I've found in a lot of things in life, I do not have many. Um, I don't want to say I don't have friends because I don't want anyone to feel offended. But I don't have, don't have many consistent. I don't have consistent relationships, consistent. yes, with people. Um, I know I have sisters that are going to be always there for me. I know I have my blood sisters that's going to regardless of what happened we always did we don't have no choice we cannot bail on one another um i know that but then there's relationships i know that could be better i want better and then at the same time i just somewhere feel that it's not genuine on both ends and that i feel that's like big with relationships wonder, God, is this just a test for me are they really my friends exactly or is this just somebody just came to you like bible said for a lesson exactly and, and I, then sometimes you probably wonder are they hindering my blessings and I find myself at that a lot. Like, like I'm saying, like right now, sitting in this moment, how many thoughts go through your head that you never speak because you was like, no, that don't seem right, you know? And I'll sit in myself and I'm like, Dad, why do I give this person this many chances? Or why do I keep talking to this person when I don't feel like it's genuine on their end? Like sometimes I, I go in a relationship I know is just, what the person, like, I have people that only text me when they're asking questions of me, of my knowledge. Like, you could have went and Googled that. Or you could have called someone and paid for that. But I just gave that to you for free. Like, why can't you just text me and say, hey, how you doing? Not just straight out text me with the question. Where are the old morals to a relationship? Like, social media is just not that. Like, you can see me on social media, fine, that's good. That doesn't mean that I'm doing well. Some people only show the good ones. I was reading someone um, thing the other day that sometimes social media only shows the good. What about your negative? Do you ever show social media your negative? Do you speak about your negative? I'm not saying that's bad or good, but that's that's how I see it. When people on social media, I guess they try to present to the world a whole other picture that stuff like, I know somebody on social media that whenever they get on there, they're always posting, oh, you know, God is good. You know, God is this. Every time they're on social media, they're posting about God. But when you see them in real life, it's just like they're needy. 
you barely hear them say anything about God. So I wonder why do people put on this special act for social media? That's because true. regardless, if somebody knows you in person, they know you're not like that. And There's one day, a barrier. Yeah, one day you're going to get caught up. Not me. You don't want on that social time. media? I can go on a whole rant. Literally, I will type everything up and just post it on Snapchat. And that'll be my rant for the day. And then later I'll come back and be like, I apologize for my rant because something has happened that makes me be like, you posted that today and you, you wrote all that, you read it over and was like, yeah, I'm just going to send it. And then something happened and be like, dang, but God is good though. You posted all that, God's still good. He still did this for you even though you posted that. Right. Like it, it may not even have anything pertaining to... Um, like my my just my relationship with God, it may pertain to my relationship with other people. Even though God is the overseer of all of that, it may per- pertain to just a, a person or uh, a grade or something. But it's still gonna come back and be like, but God is good though. Maybe you got an F on that paper, but God is good because y- your teacher might come with extra credit. But it just make you be like, hey, you know, you posted this negative, but you still got some positive somewhere. You're like. And I, I just think you need to ba- just have a balance. Yeah, that yeah, I think that is the key. Having the balance so that social media just does not see all the positive, you know? Or all the negative. Or all the negative. Right. But they see who you are as a person. Like, I've been finding lately um, with industry folks, like, we all follow them. How many of us really get follows or comments or likes or anything back? But we all follow them, right? And I'm not going to say that I don't because we, we are fans of the industry right now. And we kind of connect and talk to them a lot. But from the standpoint of just seeing from the summer up until now, I'm going in a new year. I have loved seeing the humble and genuine people. Like, I've never seen it before. I've really just started the social media act like in college, mid-college. But just now to see how genuine those folks are, like at first I thought, okay, it's all an act, you know, they get paid to do this. But then to actually talk to a person and hear how they sound and know where they're coming from and it's not just, oh, I'm doing this because I'm getting paid the big bucks. I, I brand for Nike, I brand for Gatorade. To see the genuineness, now I'm like, okay, I can appreciate that. That's, that's real. And I've heard even an industry person just say a couple weeks ago, uh, so when are you guys going to stop putting on a show? When Social media only see you're good? Now that's coming from industry. So for them to say that out their mouth, I say, okay then. I, I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong. I'm showing my business, not just one. I'm showing double business. Sometimes I get tired of showing all of the media, all like of the different ones. Sometimes, but it's real. You know, social media or the world don't need to know your struggle while you're going through it. There need to be boundaries with it. Sometimes it's better to let the world know your story once you got through it. Because if you are going through it, sometimes they're not going to do anything but make it worse. Right? That's true. Too. So your That's story true. sometimes doesn't need to be just put out to the world as soon as it go through. That need to be your testimony once you're through the test. Okay, so now I got a question since you said that. Okay. Okay, so what about your spouse? What you mean? Or your significant other. I was just going to say bridge the relationship. When this you is the bridge. are doing, like, when you're going through something, all right, now say say you're not married. Just say you're in a plain old relationship, y'all been dating for, let's say, six months. Do your significant other, you're not living with them. Let's say you go through something or you're going through something. Do your significant other need to know why you're going through Can you give me, like, one example of what is that? Just, like, shoot something out there, just random, what you might be going through. Um... 
Okay, you just lost your job. And just that. Yeah. You just okay, lost your so job. If you just lost your job and you're in a six month relationship, you're committed, I would say yes, you should tell your significant other about that, you know. Hey, just random, I want you to know I lost my job. I'm gonna look for one tonight or something. <laughs> but you know, just so if if I seem like a little rude or something to you tonight, you know. Okay, so if they're the first head. person you call, like I'm saying like is God the first person like as soon as you lose your job? Is God the first person you talk well, to? For a regular or, or a normal person, they're they going to be like, oh, my God, this is some, oh, my goodness, I can't believe this. They're going to call their mama, their sister, their brother, yeah, their auntie, their cousin. Yeah. But for most of I would say like a really religious person who has like a strong Bible God, they might go sit in their car crying about 30 minutes just like, why, God? Why me? Where am I going to find another job? I feel like you don't even have to be really religious. To do that though, you could just yeah, be a person because they'll be quick to say, "My God, yeah, yeah, my that's God." True. That's and that simple like that's call true. to him though. Yeah, yeah. That's that simple call. Because that's just like when somebody says something dumb or just they're just like weird. He's like, "Oh my God, God to help you" or something. Like that. I feel like that's a very sincere prayer. Yeah, because yeah. that's and I've heard that moment. come out of people that consider themselves as non-believers. Exactly. Not to bring any of the negativity into the rim, the room, but I've heard that, and I was just like, I just look at them. Because, you know, I thought you didn't believe or you was of another faith. So, not to anybody else have any juices of flowing. So, we touched on our relationship and binding with God. We just ventured a little bit into the spouse and significant other realm. Um, I have a significant other and I'm sure we all have friends or people we consider out close in our realm. But um, one of the big... <laughs> One of the big pieces there is that um, consistency. If you don't have it, I just kind of feel like you just really honestly don't have a relationship, exactly. situationship, friendship. You just don't have it. Any type of shit. Because if you're not being consistent, how do you expect how can you expect that from someone else? So I'm working in two new businesses, right? And we supposed to be doing so much stuff a day, reading so much so we can educate ourselves. Um, it's kind of like studying for a class, honestly. Um, if I'm not consistent with my study, how many tests shall I fail? Uh -huh. um, so mm -hmm. <laughs> just thinking about it from that angle, it really tells that we have to. If you want it that bad, like think about it with your family because um, we have to speak on that as well. When... <clears throat> You miss your parents, you call them. Some of us, yes. Um, when you're lonely, you reach out to somebody. Right. If you don't have a cat, dog, or mouse, you're talking to someone, some physical person, you know? Um, are they answering you back? Because not everyone is just going to go with um, no bounce back, you know? So looking at it from the angle of having a significant other, I've had, I have had communication issues boundaries that part i guess that kind of comes with any relationship we've all had issues with things that our parents may tell us and we may don't want to accept it i mean we all have the same mother same father and everything we don't want to accept that they tell us you know we got to hit our head first or do something bad to realize whoa maybe that was the key to listen so with a, a relationship with my significant other, sometimes communication can be a problem. Uh, texting is, is heavy these days. Everything I read in the text message not be, might not be the tone that it really came off on. It also 
maybe the tone it did come off on, but I don't know just based on our reading the message. Though. That's another thing, too. I feel like if you really know a person or you're really in a relationship, I feel like when you read that text message, like when I read y'all text messages, and I know when y'all read mine, that y'all know I'm mad through text message. Like, I don't even have to capitalize something. I can just be like, all right. And right. You, you know that all right wasn't enough. It's because all right, you I got spent you. so much time with them. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's that's just like that's in That's why I don't want no relationship with nobody if I ain't spending a lot of time with you. If I just text I just, you all day, I feel like I really don't know you. Like, exactly. I only know you to a certain extent. That's because I text you. Well, I feel like when people text me in person, that's two different things. Because I've been around somebody, when I was around them in person, they sound like they were very caring, sincere and stuff. Interesting. And then, and then you text, text them, them it's, it's like, entirely different. You're you talking at? to another person. Right. You know, stuff like that, I'm just like, no. Definitely. Don't seem like the same person. And I honestly think that is very true. You should know. Talking to someone for a while, you should understand their text and lingo. But hey, even texting my dad, I'm gonna tell you right now, talking to him in his face and reading his text messages are different. No, they totally different. They are you not can't. on the same line. Even my mom. You even can't, mom. You cannot look at their text messages. You can't say they were mad or they happy. Uh-uh. <laughs> you just you do not know. He don't need text they keep man. it boom, basically. Mm-hmm. So I some sometimes the text messaging the communication block can be there for me and right. I don't know maybe that's just me but communication is a big thing in any type of relationship. And I know one person that's consistent with in face and text messaging. And that's that's a golden thing though, because then you don't ever have to question. You can just keep right on flowing. Shoot me, I'll read a message. I'm like, hold on, I'm quite unless I got the call. Hold on. That then took about five, six minutes. I could have said 30 more messages by then, right? right? But I had to call. Hold on. I think I really, I, I misunderstood that and got to hear it. Because then it could be a little, little wrong. Could have messed something up. Now, that's the kind of relationship, I mean, that's the kind of point I wanted to touch on with um, significant others. Is the communication barriers, I think, can sometimes take place. Um, the next relationship we done talked about, God, um, significant others, and want to do family. Because I think that's communication as well, though. Right. Um, most times, we you just really don't talk to them. If we have a family function or something, it's like you got to catch up your whole life because yeah. you don't talk. Or I'm not saying that you don't talk, but when you do talk, it's a wedding or a funeral or something had to happen most to bring us together. Or somebody entered a hospital and then everybody like, hey, sure. we need to pull together and do this. Right. And I, I, sometimes I feel that's very hard um, you know, being that we just had to go through that, it's very hard to kind of be accepting at that point. Right. Cause you don't know why you wasn't talking in the first place. Um, was it you reaching out? Is, or, oh, you come to the conclusion we need to get together more. We need to have more family gatherings. And but it had something catastrophic. Yeah, but or it chaos still had to come. Because guess what? More than likely, it's gonna go right back to the same thing. Everybody go their yeah. separate ways. Yeah, right. and they don't meet up again until another film or wedding, wedding or wedding. cookout. Yeah, something like that. Hospitalization. It, but it has to be something Jurassic to pull everybody to say we doing this. But like you said, but when they come when they come to the hospital or they do this, you like, why weren't we talking? Or why did we allow things to get so bad? Yeah, why did or, the distance come? You know, why why do we allow what happens to us to happen? But do you ever think it's kinda when we just sit like and get in our mind? Right. When somebody yeah. else gets sick or something, you try to pull closer. Like, you know, God healed them, do this, this, and that. And then it seems just like when they get healthy, you say, oh, thank you, God. You thank them for a couple of days back to back. And then you seem like you're just you go going right out. back to your daily life. Where is the consistency? 
Where is it? And that's the key. I promise you, it's the key to everything. It unlocks all doors. I feel School, like it touches on to education, our finances. It takes everything. But, but your you're right, though. You're right. Your your motivation you has to be there. One day, yo, I, I feel like doing this, this, and that day. You go to bed, you wake up the next day, you don't feel like doing nothing. So you have to find that motivation and drive within yourself to be consistent. You got to find that thirst. That thirst that you using everywhere else, you better you trap better it in there. God, your family. That thirst for all them lights you try to get, thirst for them niggas hollering at you, just the same thirst that you need to be thirsting after Jesus yeah. and the blood of the land and a relationship with your family and your siblings. Because at the end of the yeah, day, God and family that. is really all you got. And that's sometimes all you God is all you have and when your family has that separation. That's true because some people don't have that family attachment at all. They could have left their families when they right. get certain age, uh, certain age. Could have been adopted. It could have, right? They could have been adopted. Don't even know real true family. Just know what they have. So, it's based on that, just that. But it all comes right back to your relationship with God. It it's, does. It's though. a circle. Most it's a definitely. Circle of life. <laughs> so, I think that's big. So we have really touched on everything for relationships. Almost everything we have said we was we wanted to come to the table with. I definitely know each avenue could go deeper than what we have surfaced. Are you okay? <laughs> well, we have surfaced, but I believe we we really touched the high area here. Um, any final words from anybody before we go off for the evening? Um, I guess to just to be consistent if if you need a closer relationship with your family get closer with God that's that's the best way to go focus on your relationship with God and everything will fall into place Thanks. I like it I'll amen that do you have anything for yourself to say? seek God no matter what comes in your life seek God and when you get a sign from you got to listen <laughs> anything else alright and I just kind of want to ditto everything you guys have said I want to thank you both for your second time around on the on the cast um, and that's true everything that you do in life you have to be consistent as I said starting off I seek God every time I'm really blinking my eyes I truly do I'm speaking with him and I think that's something you have to just consistently do is daily is minute by minute second by second hour by hour you just have to do it um we all may have a different belief or background system but just as well as we would seek out god he would seek yours that's how i feel that we are able to progress in life and be who we are and understand ourselves more internally so that's all I have for you. We'd like to thank you for listening. Hope you join us again next time on our cast. All right, bye now. Bye now.